Welcome to another episode of the Rumble Reverend Podcast. I'm your host, Brother Nico Diaz. How are you doing today? I just wanted to uh, do a podcast today of a uh, actually of a, a music album. I, I recorded an earlier podcast a few months ago that I was going to try to do things a little bit different than I did previous in previous uh, <clears throat> episodes where it was mainly just uh, preaching and teaching, but also you know trying to. You know, uh, I, I talk about current events as well. Uh, I'm also really into music, and um, and a lot of the last few years, uh, as we keep getting closer to the return of Christ, um, you're beginning to see more and more. The, uh, what would you say, celebrities and, and singers and actors uh, claiming that they're Christians. Um, <clears throat> the Bible says that we shall know them by their fruit. You know, so that's how we'll know. We know that just because somebody says that they're Christian doesn't mean that they are. I know that for me, that's something that I learned as um, in my walk. You know, and it's also something that we should self-examine. You know, if we see it in somebody else, it could be that we see it in ourselves. Therefore, we need to examine whether or not we are in the faith and if we are exhibiting and manifesting the fruits of the Spirit. You know, um, they say that one of the uh, manifestations of having the Holy Spirit is the speaking of tongues. And yeah, I I would agree to a certain point, but also there is fruits of the Spirit because you can be a a prophesying mean person. <clears throat> you know, Paul said that, you know, without love, we're nothing. Without love, we're just a, a, a tapping symbol, just making a bunch of noise. But without God, who is the embodiment of love, without Him, without love, we're nothing. We can't do anything of value in the kingdom of God. Anyway, this review that nobody asked for. <laughs> is of the um, album that Justin Bieber put out uh, called Freedom. Now, why would I, a 40-some-year-old man, um, be interested in listening to music of Justin Bieber? Well, the reason is it's been uh, over a few couple years ago, it was made known that Justin Bieber was a born-again Christian, and that he was, you know, uh, proclaiming that. And over time, you know, he, we've seen that he was associated with uh, Hillsong Church in New York and Carl Lentz. Uh, but then he distanced himself from Carl Lentz and Hillsong, I believe. Um, <clears throat> and it seems like he's trying to share his faith a little more Uh, I know recently um, I was just flicking through the channels and I think I saw something on on TMZ and the paparazzi were taking pictures and uh, he confronted them but he didn't confront them like some other so called Christian uh, celebrities Um, he confronted them I believe in 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 a nice way 
he wasn't being rude, he wasn't being loud, uh, he didn't raise his voice, he kept, you know, I believe that's Christ-like behavior. That takes a lot of strength, you know, um, where I did see another video uh, recently, in contrast, um, another Christian uh, celebrity, Kanye West, um, paparazzi were at his house, and, you know, he was cussing him out, and he, was, he looked really angry. Um, who, um, I know that I'm going to be talking about, uh, I just want to digress a little bit. Um, we're going to be doing a podcast uh, talking about uh, Christian celebrities and, and what it all means to us and, and all of that. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. But um, anyway, back to Justin Bieber. Um, if the only common denominator between me and him is Jesus Christ. Other than that, if Justin Bieber was not born again, I'd have absolutely no interest in him. I'd pray for his soul that he gets saved, but other than that, I, I wouldn't be talking about this person as I am right now. <clears throat> I wouldn't have listened to his songs because I, you know, some of his music gets forced on us in, in movies and and videos and uh, and all that kind of stuff. It's forced on us. Um, so some of the songs you do end up um, knowing or hearing because it's you, you know you go down to the mall and it's in the store you're in, uh, or uh, it's in the elevator, or it's at the baseball game or football game, uh, whatever, uh, or it's in your friend's car as you're driving along. So. Um, I'm just, I just hope that this album would be broadcast to the masses. Be, reason being is that I believe this is a favorable gospel-themed uh, extended play, uh, which is an EP. Um, <clears throat> that before I go any further, I've already talked too much. Um, I want to pray with my listeners and then I'm going to go into uh, I took some notes I listened to the entire I actually listened to the album twice I listened to it to the first time no notes just kind of just took it all in and then the second time went back and I took notes of like oh yeah I remember this lyric and what it made, and what it made me think about what it, how it made me feel about certain things of what was going on when I thought about this when I heard about this song um, <clears throat> I, I, this song this album is more of a I would kind of say of a testimony kind of uh, and also a just a a glimpse into the life of a Christian what it's like for real you know uh, we go to church and we put on our mask, we put on our, our face, and, and yes, we do have joy and all that stuff, but man, we do suffer, you know, and, and God teaches us how to suffer well, you know, and um, so, but anyway, once again, I digress and I apologize. Let's go ahead and pray and then I'll go. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Thank you for sending him to die on a cross for us that the law was fulfilled through Jesus Christ and it's not abolished 
it is fulfilled, that it's complete, it's done, it is finished. Thank you, Lord, that he who was not, who was uh, of no sin was made to be sin, so that way we could become the righteousness of God. So that the one life given, Jesus Christ, can ransom many. Thank you, God, for ransoming us. Thank you for redeeming us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you, God, that you initiated salvation. That it was your idea. You were the one who first loved us. You're the one who 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 had prophesied in the garden that you that you would send uh, a savior who would be bruised in the hill and would crush the head of the serpent. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness to your word. We pray for the nation of Israel. We pray for their safety. We pray for their peace, Lord. We pray for the continued uh, biblical prophecy that is being revealed. Um, we pray, God, to give us eyes and give us ears so that we can see and hear when you speak and when you show us things. Lord, I just want to pray for this podcast. I pray, um, give me the words. Bring back things to my recollection. And God, whatever it is you want to say, whatever verse you want for me to preach, God, whatever you want me to do, I, I surrender myself to you. And I pray you use me, Lord. And I pray you give my listeners ears to hear. And as I'm speaking and teaching God teach me and speak to me as well just as you were teaching and speaking to them in Jesus name Amen. <clears throat> alright so um, the first note that I took here was that the track names so there's Freedom which is the, the, the name of the EP it's the first song uh, there's a song called All She Wrote uh, We're In This Together uh, Where You Go I Follow uh, Where Do I Fit In and lastly, afraid to say. So, uh, and then uh, I I have um, YouTube Music, and um, I, it's by the way, it's a great app to have, especially if you have the premium because you don't get any any um, commercials, and that's really nice. Um, anyway, so Freedom is an EP, and I looked it up. It's called it's an extended play. By Canadian singer Justin Bieber. It is also the first EP released by Bieber since his al- uh, album My World. It was a surprise. Re- it was surprise released on April fourth, twenty twenty one. The EP is gospel inspired. So, <clears throat> so this was surprise release. So, I wonder why. I, I wonder why. I wonder if it has to do with, you know, he had had to do it on the down low so that it'll come out because um, he's still signed to Def Jam Records. And the last time I looked, Def Jam Records isn't in the gospel music business. But I could be wrong. Um, so anyway, so the first song is called Freedom. And this song, Freedom has a, a reggae kind of feel to it and, and, and also in the way that they, they speak as well. There's a lot of um, 
slang used. And <clears throat> I I want to explain two things here. Part of the reason why I did this is that I've watched two um, YouTubers that I like to watch, uh, which is Ruslan KD, shout out to Ruslan, and Todd Friel from Wretched Radio. Shout out to Todd and Wretched Radio. And um, so I listened to both of their commentaries, their opinions on this. And one thing that bothered me a lot um, in regards to what Todd Friel said was one of the things he mentioned was the, the, he, he even said, I apologize. It's like he was almost looking for something wrong. So he even stooped so low and hit below the belt by criticizing Justin Bieber for grammar, for the slang that was used in this example in this song, Freedom. And, you know, it's like, come on, bro. Like, this... Justin Bieber, his music is mainly projected... It's supposed to go to the people of his generation. And, you know... Also, like I said, it's kind of got a reggae feel, and I think the other person who, who was featured on on this song with him is also uh, is from there. So, or or has some. I could kind of hear uh, an accent in there. I'm not sure. I don't know everything about these songs, so do I do apologize. But it's it's the style of song, you know, and, and it kind of goes with it, you know. Um, I don't believe that there's any kind of disrespect um, that, that's trying to be projected from either of these artists that are singing this song. Um, but I just was like, really? You're gonna, you couldn't find anything really wrong, so you're going you're gonna to nitpick the grammar. You're going to nitpick, you know, instead of saying the, they said the. You know, come on now. I just think that's really bad. Um, but they, they repeat, one of the, the choruses that I really like is freedom. Don't it feel good? And when you really think about it as a Christian, doesn't it feel good to be free from addiction, from drugs, from alcohol, from anger, from sadness, from depression? Uh, from the lusts of the world, from the lust of the eyes, all those things. Doesn't it feel good? You know, don't, I remember, and I'm sure many of you have experienced this too, but I experienced that when I got born again, man, I felt light. Man, I almost came off my feet. I felt so good. It, it, it's just, the air felt crisper, right? uh, more fresh. The, uh, the, the sky just looked more blue and the, and the sun just shined brighter. I don't know. It's just, that was an experience I had when, when I got born again, you know. But doesn't it feel good to be free? Doesn't it feel good to be free from sin? It does. It absolutely does. Amen. All right, so the next song, All She Wrote. I felt that this song resonated with me a lot. I believe that this song is about how it is to be Christian and acknowledging the struggle. Uh, I want to quote one of the the lyrics. It says, Is there more for my life? Is that all she wrote? And it's true. I know for me for the last few years and even now, you know, I'm still asking 
Every, man, I've asked God so much. God, what is my purpose? What is your plan? What is it you want to accomplish with me? What is it that I must do? You know, I, I ask for wisdom and knowledge and understanding and discernment. So, and, and also for, so that guys, that like God will open my eyes and open my ears so that way I don't miss his blessing. I know that I don't, uh, that's impossible, but I just, you know, I just want to, I want to be alert. I want to be, I want to know what's going on, you know, to the best of my ability. And, and I trust the Lord. I got to have trust in him. I have to have faith in him. Amen. We have to have that faith. So another lyric that I really like is, uh, is there, uh, thanks for all the Judas, for all the Judas kisses I have. Uh, I have a master's in forgiveness. That also too, if you think about it, I mean, how many Christians here have lost family members and friends and and even been done wrong and betrayed by your own family and in some cases even disowned by your own family you know I can raise my hand all of those I've lost a lot of friends you know I remember when I first got born again I told my friends I remember one dude that man we used to roll everywhere we were really cool and everything like that but he when he found out I was Christian like um, I remember the first time he spoke out about it he didn't do it in person it was on Facebook I think I had posted something up a scripture or something and he's and he comments like hey man you can't be posting that up now tell him why not I'm like it's a free country, you know. I mean, freedom of religion and freedom of speech, so I can do whatever I want. He's like, no, bro, you just can't do that. Never gave me an excuse, reason why. And then I don't remember any everything, but we we got into it, and and uh, we just couldn't agree. We just he just was not in agreement with me being Christian and and being um, zealous about it showing that I am saved and sharing scripture and, and telling and telling people that certain things are are considered a sin you know um, so he went against he was against me in that and we're not friends anymore I still pray for him you know and I, and I do miss him because he's a good friend and we had some good times but um, if I had to choose him or the Lord I'm gonna choose the Lord amen I'm gonna choose the Lord and that's who I chose because I could have been like you know what you're right I'm going to stop and going to just jump right back into the to the sea with, with the rest of them and, and would have been headed into destruction but thank God that he pulled me out anyway but yeah thanks for all the Judas kisses I have a master's in forgiveness <laughs> I mean think about it like we, we as a Christian we got to forgive everything because it the Bible says that God won't forgive us our sins if we don't forgive others. So God forgave all the nasty, bad, terrible sins, the sin, the secret sins, the sins that you don't want anybody to know about, the, the, the sins that only you and a few people know about, those kinds of sins. Yeah, those. God forgave those those disgusting, nasty, terrible, uh, shameful sins. So we have to do the same. And 
I'm sure, I'm very sure that many of us continue to struggle with those sins over a lot over our time. And maybe now there's a season where you're done with it. You're like, man, I have mastered this. Well, we should be masters in forgiveness. We should. We should get to a point where a person doesn't even have to apologize and we've already forgave them. We should put that into practice. Next time your wife mouths off to you and disagrees with you or disrespects you in public, forgive her before she even says she's sorry. Forgive her and buy her flowers before she, without, right after a fight. I know that sounds impossible, but it's possible. Because love never fails. Amen. The last 30 seconds of all she wrote was fire, man. That dude who was preaching at the end was was preaching and it was just so good. And, you know, beyond besides the emotion, besides the power, is what they're speaking in that in, in that message true? I believe believe so. It's not uh, the theology that's in in this EP by Justin Bieber is pretty sound. It's not anything crazy. Uh, it's nothing off the wall. Um, is it is it perfect? No. But are we perfect? No. Absolutely not. But is that an excuse? No. Grace is not given to us so that we can continue to sin and so that we can stop sinning. But also God knows that we are weak. God knows that we remembers that we are dust. God knows that we have our weaknesses and our strengths and sometimes we have to fail in order to have victory. So the last, like I was mentioning, the last 30 seconds of this song was fire. Why? Because I've been there. Man, this guy was just preaching and I was just like, oh man, I know exactly what this person is talking about. I have been there. I've experienced that. I have been there. This song is something that I can relate to as a convert. You know, it's one thing. I'm sure that we, we uh, converts and those who are uh, born into the faith, meaning that they grew, that they were born to parents of faith and they grew up in church and they later became, you know, pastors or a part of the, the a part of the, you know, serving in the church somehow. Our experience is a little bit different. I think, but we do have share. We do share one. We there definitely share one thing in common. That is Jesus Christ and our need for Him. But as somebody who was not raised in a Christian home, who was raised in a secular home, who was raised not with that God was just an afterthought. He wasn't even. Any, anywhere in the forefront of my mind like it is now you know that that's something to go from that to go from that and then to, to convert and you know hit the e-brake and go the other way around you know man the, the struggle is hard it is hard it's, sometimes it's hard to kick some of these addictions off it's, sometimes it's hard to kick some of the things that we do um, 
But does God hate us for it? Absolutely not. I've learned that there's nothing, nothing, nothing that can separate us from the love of God. Nothing can separate us. Nothing. All you have to do is just turn back around. Turn back around. Repent. Ask for forgiveness. Thank God. And just do the right thing. It's always the right time to do the right thing. Always. Amen. Anyway, the next song uh, is called We're In This Together. He kind of starts sharing his life story and how he started playing drums when he was a couple years old and how he used to get in trouble in school. And then when he became 18, you know, he, he uh, you know, lived in a mansion. He was living the life that people thrive to have. So he shares his life story and his testimony and says that he has he has had everything that people strive for and it still left him questioning why he existed and what was his purpose. Here's this young man who can sing and dance. Um, there, there, there's a purpose and plan there. I mean, dude, I mean, how can you question that? But even though he had accomplished so much at such a young age, he was still left empty. Um, one other thing I had to... This is definitely something I agree with. Ruslan and Tom Friel. Um, in this song, uh, We're In This Together, he does cuss a couple of times. He does drop uh, the uh, S-H-I-T uh, bad word. And... Look, I understand... You know, we got to show grace for those who are weaker. You know, uh, as I understand, Justin Bieber is still a babe in the faith. He's still a new convert. Uh, He's still growing. He still struggles. He's still, but he's growing. There is fruit. There's something there. There's there's fruit. Just like it should be, you know. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be perfect. But but there's going to be fruit. I do see that. I do see that. And others notice it as well. So, uh, God gives, and then he gives thanks uh, for uh, to God for being with him. And then this is what was so touching about this song. Even though this song, this guy cusses and most Christians would dismiss it. Though initially for him being a secular artist, artist most people wouldn't even bother listening to this because oh well it's Justin Bieber oh whatever I'm just not gonna listen to it because it's secular music but here's this brother who's trying to share his faith and not only that he has a huge platform not only that he is an influencer it's not that what can God what is it it's not what he can do with God but what God can do with him what can God do with this man He, what touched me was he, that Justin Bieber on this on this song at the end he prays over the listeners I mean it's just a beautiful prayer it's so sincere I mean I don't know I'm not I'm not gonna I, I still am being cautious you know just because you know this guy said a, a prayer and everything okay I don't know him personally but as far as I mean I don't 
know too many artists, secular artists, who will pray over their, their, and I'm sure maybe there is, or maybe who say a nice word, something like that, but, I mean, this guy's praying to God to his for his listeners to be blessed. I mean, I think that's awesome. I think that's, uh, that's very selfless. And for somebody to discount it and to question it, how can you? You know? Do you know that person's heart? Do you know Justin Bieber's heart? I don't. So sometimes we just have to take it at face value. God will judge that work one day. Every man has an appointed time that day to meet with Christ, to meet with the Lord, and to be judged. And every work will be judged, whether it be good or evil. That's scary. That's terrifying. That's why we gotta. That's why we gotta get right with God. And this is the time to do it because the end is so close. It is so near. Start looking at the news, uh, and I'm not talking secular news. You might need to start looking up on YouTube and, and looking, uh, uh, you know, news and about Israel. Israel is God's timepiece. If you want to know where we're at, uh, look at uh, look at Israel. And right now. Israel looks like it's about a, uh, that, uh, the Ezekiel chapter 38 uh, prophecy, go read it, it, is getting ready to probably get, uh, be prophesied, uh, be, com- what is it, fulfilled, in, I would say in the next few years, how many, I don't know, when, I don't know, I'm not setting any dates, but it's beginning to look like the, 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 ple- the pieces are beginning to put be put in place so that God can show that He still is is a, is the God of Israel. He is still faithful to His people. That He had said that He would protect them, that He would bless them. And if you read Ezekiel 38, it's not going to be pretty for the enemies of Israel. It's not. So if that prophecy, that end times prophecy is being fulfilled, how much more, how much closer are we to the end? How much closer are we to the rapture? How much closer are we to the day that Jesus Christ comes back? People are tripping about the Antichrist coming back. Like, no, we, yes, that's something that we should be concerned with, but we should be terrified. We should be fearful and we should be anxious and we should be joyful and we should begin to start looking up because our redemption is nigh and our redemption is close. Jesus is coming back. And when he comes back, he will not be persuaded. The end of grace will be the end of it. When he comes back, he's not coming as a lamb. He's coming as a lion. He's coming as a conquering king, and he's coming to judge. He's going, and I want to be found as a friend. And I pray that my listeners be also found as a friend to the Lord, because you do not want to. It's a, the word says that it's a fearful thing for a, a person to fall into the hand of the Almighty God. And if you read the end times prophecies and revelation and throughout and in Daniel and all that it is it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of God to be uh, on the wrong side and, and, and I don't wish none of that on my, even my worst enemy I pray that that even my worst enemies would would turn from their sins and give their life to Jesus because 
the the judgment that's going to come will be terrible. But also, but but the, the, the glory that will be revealed to us, those who believe and those who endure to the end, those who are faithful, those who are children of God, will will reign with Him forever peace and in paradise amen so be it so now saying next song is called uh, where you go I follow this is a worship song and the chorus declares that there is nobody like Jesus at the last the last minute or so goes into an explanation of why Jesus is so unique and why no one is like Jesus and it is so true. It is so true. There's no one like Christ. Absolutely, he's absolutely, completely unique. You know, the word says that that God is holy, holy, holy. When it's in Hebrew, when things are said three times, um, it means it's perfect. So God is perfect in His holiness. He is so unique. He's, he's perfect. He's absolutely perfect. He's like really, really, really perfect. I don't know what that looks like. But it said that we can, us natural people can't even stand to be in His presence. We'd be, we'd fall apart. We turn like man. Sometimes when I try to wrap my mind on on, on who God is and what He is, and man, my mind just wants to over just sort circuit because I just can't get my mind across, or although I can't get my mind around this, I can't. It's like how, what? But I just have faith that that's who God says He is. You gotta have faith. Because that's what pleases him. Amen. So next is a song called Where Do I Fit In? This is another song that resonated with me. Everyone asks, where do I fit in? But the Lord reminds us that he is in control and things will be all right. That's one thing that that, that is repeated over and over and over and over. It will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. And doesn't even it say that in the Bible? I mean, in the Bible, 365 times it says, do not fear. But yet we fear. We got to stop having, we got to pray against fear. There's a quote. You come right where you, where I am. I had lost my way when you found me. Like a ray in the dark. On, on my ugliest days. You say you will always love me just the same. Then you remind me that you're holding me tight. You said the past is behind me and it will be all right. I mean, that is so comforting. Like I said, this song really resonated with me because I really could understand what he's talking about because I've been there. I've, I've been to that I've been there. I understand where he's coming from. Because I've been there too. You know, God came right where I was. Right where I was in my sin. I had lost my way just like that too when he when when he found me like a ray in the dark on my ugliest days you will say you will always love me 
man, I, I, on days where I feel I mess up, on days where I fail, um, God reminds me that even though I mess up, He still loves me. He still will forgive me. And I just want to remind people of that. There's nothing that the blood of Jesus can't cure or clean. Just come. Come as you are broken. Come as you are addicted. Come as you are abused. Come as you are all messed up right now. Today is a day of salvation. Come as you are. You don't have to be perfect. He's the one. Jesus will be responsible for making you perfect. And that will be a lifetime process called sanctification to be made holy. But you are holy already when you get born again. The day, that moment that you give your life to Christ, you are made righteous and holy. Even though you don't look it, even though you don't feel it, you might even you may not even act it right off the bat. Or even you might struggle for a while, but there's going to be a fight. You're going to fight. You're going to fight in prayer. You're going to fight to read the word. You're going to fight to go to church. You're going to fight. You're going to fall. You're going to get tempted. and You're going to fail. And you might do things you did, but you just come back and you repent. And you ask God for forgiveness. And let him forgive you and get back on the on the straight narrow path. Anyway, I digress. So the next song is called Afraid to Sing. I understood what Justin Bieber is trying to convey in this song. There's a fear that we can say the wrong thing. We fear leading people astray or misrepresent God. It's true, because we may could not only misrepresent God and, you know, let's say, I know one fear I had when I got born again was preaching the gospel wrong, you know, and I know that's something that a lot of people deal with, but that's something that a lot of new believers deal with. Um, I don't know how others still deal with that. I, I think everybody has doubts at one point in time, but then that's where we got to have the word memorized. And remember what God said and not what this feeling is saying or what this thought is saying. Because the feeling and the thought are real, but they're not the truth. The truth is the word of God. Amen. So, um, also in our character, you know, we can misrepresent God if we're mean or if we cuss or if we do something wrong. And if we say we're Christian and we do something that is blatantly wrong you know we could misrepresent God but we have to remember that God is still God even when we misrepresent him even when you know for example you know a lot of uh, Muslims always come after Christians because they oh well you Christians and your crusades and this and that you know it's like those Christians, which, you know, if you want to be really, um, 
direct were that was more that was mandated by the Roman Catholic Church. So Muslim friends, if you want to really go after somebody, go after the 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 Roman Catholic Church, which the Roman Catholic Church created Islam. But that's gonna be another podcast. Um, anyway, so we have to remember God is still God even when mankind represents him. Because God's word says, thus says the Lord, and he says who he is, and and, and he is the same yesterday, he is the same today, and he is the same forever. God does not change. God doesn't change. Sin is still sin. Uh, Hell is still hot. And there's still time to be saved. There's still time to get right with the Lord. There's still time to be forgiven. There's still time to get to know the Lord. There's still time to pray. There's still time to do that. It's too late on their deathbed. It's too late when you're sick. It's too late then. Because you may not get to that point. You could die tonight. You can die tomorrow. You can die this very second. You could. Why risk it? There's nothing in this world that's worth going to hell for. Nothing. Nobody or nothing. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's nothing that we can't forgive that is worth going to hell for. It's whatever any person did, whether they raped you or did you wrong, or they lied to you, or they cheated you, anything. Anything. Is it worth going to hell for? Is it? Is it really worth it? You gonna let that person win by sending you to hell too, because you're harboring bitterness and anger. Like the only person that you're hurting is yourself. But if you release that anger, you let God have revenge. There's gonna be one or two things that's gonna happen. Either one, that person will repent and give their lives to Christ, and the and the and the price for their sin was paid on the cross. Or that person one day will stand before God and be cast into the lake of fire and they will pay for their sins for eternity. Amen. Anyway. So, like I was saying, God is still God even when we misrepresent him. Uh, Justin speaks about the the cancel culture uh, and suggests room for maturity. Then um, writing them off is not the answer. Do we got room to make mistakes? It's really true because, like, for example, if you would have met me when I was 20 years old, as opposed to my uh, at 40, you you would see two totally different people. You know, two totally different persons, and with two different mentalities. And I've matured since then. And my train of thought and my opinions and my habits have changed since I was since I was younger. And maybe some of the opinions that I had are not the same opinions that I have now. Um, in fact, a lot of them are because especially being that, you know, I, um, I'm a born-again Christian. Back then, I wasn't. So now there's a lot of things that Absolutely, I'm like, man, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that now, and I wish I didn't do it back then. But if I was looking forward from when I was 20 to 40, I was like, man, I hope I'm not like, you know, you know, some, uh, some 
lame person, you know. But I also didn't think I'd live that long because I, you know, I thought I was joining the military and, you know, I'd die in a blaze of glory. Well, uh, who knows? That wouldn't have been glorious. Well, it's more glorious to, to live for Christ, you know, and to die for Him. Amen? So anyway, uh, these are my closing thoughts here. Uh, well, not clearly my closing thoughts. These are the last few things that I jotted down uh, in this song, Afraid to Say. Uh, and I quote, God never writes us off, even on our darkest days, even when we least deserve, even when we're doing that thing we wish we weren't doing. God never writes us off. God is with us in our pain and in our struggle. He never writes us off. Psalm 139, verses 13 through 16. So I'm going to go ahead and go there real quick. One sec here, I'm pulling it up. Hopefully. Psalms. Thirty-nine. Starting at verse thirteen, says the the word says, "For you form my inner parts; you covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows knows very well." My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet informed, uh, and in your book they all were. Hold on, let me, let me repeat. This is verse 16. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. Verse 17, how precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more than a number of the sand. When I wake, I am still with you. Amen. So that's that's the that's how that song ends. That is how this EP ends. It ends on Psalm 139, verses 13 through 16. That's how it ends. And, you know, we got to remember that, you know, the enemy will lie to us and tell us, oh, you're ugly. Oh, you're this and you're all that. But the word of God says different, even though we don't feel it. God says you're fearfully and wonderfully made, you know, and, and that and that when when God created everything, he said it was very good and it was very pleasing to him. So you are pleasing to him. And not only that, the climax of all creation was mankind. This, this what God had made was that it was his was for us. Amen. Thank you, God. So, Lord, I just want to pray for, for Brother Justin Bieber. God, I just pray for his faith. Continue to grow his faith. Help him to overcome the sins that entangle him. Help him, Lord, to know when you will give us the way of escape for temptation and help him God to keep his ways pure to to write on the tablet of his heart the word of God 
and that will keep his way pure. And I pray, God, that he block that he blocks his eyes and guards his eyes anything that's unpure and evil. I pray, God, give him a hunger for for your word, and I pray, God, that I'll give him your desires, and that he may delight in you, God, and that you would give him his heart desires. I pray, bless his marriage. Bless his wife, bless their family, bless their home, um, bless them, bless them tremendously, God. I also lift up Brother Kanye West. I, uh, I haven't heard from him for a while, but the last that I heard was that he was getting sued by the very people who were making money with him, the, the, the Sunday choir. The Sunday service choir, is, uh, some of the members are, are suing Kanye West. So, Lord, I just pray for that. I pray for him, and I pray, you know, I'd also heard that Kanye West was was getting divorced. Lord, I pray that let your will be done in his life. I pray that, but we we pray that that even his wife, uh, Kim Kardashian, would get saved, and that she she would go from being uh, uh, the queen of, of smut, that she would become the queen of modesty. That she would, that modest would be the hottest. Not meaning like that, but God, that, that, that she would influence young ladies to, to cover up and to, and to be feminine. Not to be just broadcasting and, and showing off their flesh. But God, if it, but let your will be done. And I pray that he, you know, I also pray God that these, these secular artists who proclaim to be Christian, I pray the, 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 in particular to the singers and the ones who are able who have um, recording studios and have ability to record and produce music that they would reach out to Christian um, artists you know like wouldn't it be cool Lord if Kanye West reached out to like God Over Money and those guys or Seven or um, and you you put you put whatever Christian rapper there, Lord Lecrae, all that stuff with 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 Kanye West or an album with Justin Bieber and some other Christian singer. I, I pray for that. I pray that they would reach out like that. If it's not already in the works, we pray you bless it. We pray to hear it. We pray God it would bring you glory. And I pray, God, that as people listen to the music, that, God, that your spirit comes and your presence comes, and that I pray that they are convicted and that they rededicate themselves and those who are, who are lost to be found and, and that people will repent and turn from their sins and give you the glory and live for you, God. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.